Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Your host, Paul, is the best-selling author of Cut That Grass and Make That Cash and the brand new book, Best Business Practices for Landscapers, now available on Audible. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to today's program. If this is your first time listening to the Green Industry Podcast, we are a show to help lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. I believe this is episode 554. And so we've had a lot of conversations with some incredible folks over the years on this show. And uh, today I'm actually riding solo and want to talk about the power of a focused life, how you can take control of your finances. And uh, we're going to talk about tracking our budgets and uh, really how we can know our numbers so that we can um, improve our businesses. I was listening recently to a podcast by my friend Brian Fullerton over there on the Fullerton Unfiltered podcast. And he was sharing that when you are faithful with a little, get ready because you will be entrusted with more. And in our personal finances, as well as operating our businesses, we really need to be in control. We really need to know what's going on under the hood, so to speak, and be not just aware of where the money's going, but be intentional and having a budget and tracking that budget is definitely a way we can go about that. I was thinking about this the other day. I'm in my mid thirties at the time of recording this podcast and podcast land, who knows when you'll be listening to it. Uh, but nevertheless, I graduated from high school and college and I was looking back on all that education and there was not one lesson, nevertheless, a class, not even within a class, not even one lesson that was ever taught on how to budget, not in high school. Now in college, I didn't take business as a major. I took communication studies as a major, but even in the preliminaries and in those foundational classes, they never taught me about budgeting. I'm not making an excuse, but it's such an essential life skill, not just for business owners, but for every day taking care of our finances and making sure uh, that things are orderly and organized. And so nevertheless, I realize that I do have a platform and this podcast is reaching a lot of folks. And so today I want to kind of, usually on Fridays, we kind of have a little fun and relax a little bit. And I know talking about budgets <laughs> might not be the uh, most uh, sexy conversation, but it is so important. And I really think the more organized and orderly we can get with our finances, the more that will seem to come our way. It doesn't matter if you make $10,000 a year, $100,000 a year, a million dollars a year or more. We need to have a plan for our money. You hear a lot of the stories from folks in the NBA and NFL and baseball and things of that nature that make this outrageous amount of money. And then you hear they go broke. I actually saw this firsthand and this is not to pick on Allen Iverson, but he made, I think, $200 million in his NBA career. He's an incredible point guard for the, uh, I think it was Philadelphia 76ers. And um, I can't even remember who he played for. But anyway, I remember him in college. He just could dribble, cross the over, and uh, fast. And anyway, made all this money. And I remember I was hanging out. This uh, I lived in an apartment complex back in the day. 
I just started my lawn care business and uh, I come home from work. I'm all, you know, sweaty, dirty, things of that nature. And uh, there was this guy that was my neighbor and uh, he was originally from Ohio. So we'd always talk about the Cleveland Browns and stuff like that. His name was Frank. And uh, I come home, I'm all dirty. And he's got this big old smile on his face. He's, he's at the pool with his kids. And I was like, what's up, Frank? He's like, you got a new neighbor. And I was like, oh yeah. And you know, I don't know who he's referring to. And he's oh yeah, AI. And I was like, AI, yeah, Iverson moved in right next to you. And uh, he's like, that's his, I think it's called a May, Maybach, Maybach or whatever. I don't know, fancy car. He's like, ah, that's his, that's his car. And I was like, okay, I didn't believe Frank. <laughs> and uh, I'm looking at the car though. This car looks like it's super, you know, expensive. In my world, I thought like a Mercedes Benz or a Lexus is a fancy car, you know? And uh, there it was, it had Pennsylvania plates. I knew he was from Pennsylvania. And so I was like, oh, maybe. Well, lo and behold, there was Allen Iverson. He moved into me. I lived in a one bedroom apartment and um, he had blown, I guess, through his $200 million and uh, his wife uh, lived across the street in a nice house and, you know, the divorce and all the money. And I didn't dive into all the details, but he was my neighbor. Okay. He moved into a apartment. He might've had a two bedroom. I'm not sure. But it was, at the end of the day, my point is if you don't manage uh, and have a plan for the money, it doesn't matter if you make a, a little or a lot, it will, it's like having a hole in your pocket. It will go away if we're not intentional and organized and understanding uh, what's going on. Now, if you've listened to the Green Industry Podcast for any amount of time, you've heard multiple guests leave these clues. We say success leaves clues, and they share this phrase, be intimate with your numbers or know your numbers. And so there is a foundation to folks that are successful in life and business that they have an order and an organization and an understanding of what's going on financially under the hood. There's an actual goal. There's an actual roadmap to accomplish that goal. And uh, things are on that path, on that route. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. Setting the budget, tracking those numbers, analyzing that story, and then making the adjustment uh, pivots uh, to set new goals. I know some people, they have this big financial goal of retirement by a certain age. Some have, I want my wife to stay at home and be with the kids. And I got to make sure we have enough money to provide for the household income to do that. And there's so many other goals, getting out of debt. And there's all these financial goals. And at the end of the day, it takes great intentionality because the reason I shared that Alan Iverson story is we can't just out earn our stupidity. We can't just say, well, I'm just going to go make a bunch of money and not worry about anything. Because if we make a million bucks and we spend a million and one, we're in a deficit. If we make 200,000 and we spend 220,000, we're really in a hole of 20,000. So how do we and I'm not saying don't make less, make as much as you can and, you know, doing the right thing the right way and not getting overextended, but it still takes a plan and a lot of discipline to make sure we don't spend it all, that we live on less than we make. It's a principle that it's just, it is what it is. You, you can't spend more than you make. I mean, you can with debt. It's really easy. You can go get a credit card, get a loan. You can uh, spend all you make and then, and then some, and, but then you're really, getting yourself behind because of all that interest payment. So without further ado, uh, here's what I personally do. I'm going to share the hybrid. Uh, this has evolved over the years since I started my business. I had to kind of learn through the school of experience. I got to figure this out. So I just started uh, navigating spreadsheets. And as the years have progressed, there's software apps, technology that comes out to make it e even easier. So I'm going to share what works for me. It's, it's a hybrid of 
spreadsheets plus apps. And um, even with your bank, most banks, I know my bank, they'll send me a notification and I turn notifications off for like all my apps, like Instagram, uh, TikTok, YouTube. I, I, I don't even... Those in, uh, I actually deleted YouTube off my phone the other day. I don't even have the YouTube app. Uh, I just don't have time to watch that. And uh, I got I got goals in life, you know what I mean? And so, and I limit, I'm getting on a side tangent here. I limit Instagram to 30 minutes a day and that's it. Once I hit my limit, I shut it off for the day. But um, anyway, even within Instagram and those other apps, I turn off all the notifications. However, for my bank, I turn on 100% notifications. Anytime there's a transaction, I want to know about it. And so I'm getting pinged all day long with income that's coming in and expenses that are going out. And I'm constantly, I just look at it real quick and I'm like, yep, 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 yep. Those, those are all, um, I'm aware of all of those and they're accurate. And uh, it just helps me to really make sure I understand what's going on. Okay. So I, I'll, let me laser focus here. Number one, we're going to start with setting the budget in our personal. So we'll get into business on the second half of today's program. But number one, let's start with the personal. And for this, I actually do what's called a zero based budget. This is what I found works best for my personal. I, I use a different kind of budget for my business, but for my personal, I use an app. Uh, it's called the Every Dollar app. It's by Dave Ramsey's uh, company. You can get it on the app store and uh, they have a free version, which really I, I just pay, uh, I think 99 bucks or 149 bucks a year for the paid version, because with the paid version, it will sync your bank account to the app. So hundred percent of the transactions that come through your bank, you then get to drag and drop into the allocated category, which really, when I take that $10 and 12 cent Chipotle and I move it into my restaurant account, it does something in your brain where you're like, Oh, I just spent $10 and 12 cents at Chipotle. And uh, anyway, it helps to really keep me accountable and really to feel in control. And so the way zero-based budget works, and I know a lot of guys listening have a regular income and depending on what country you're in and how your taxes are set up, people pay themselves different. But let's just say you pay yourself a flat rate every month. And I'm not going to get into the legalities and different structures of the sole proprietorship versus the LLC versus paying yourself as a employee and all of that. But I just want to make it simple presentation of the zero based budget because it's really helpful for me. You put in the app what you earn per month, which you're going, which you know uh, in real life, we're recording this at the end of October. So in November, how much are you scheduled to get paid? And I know most guys listening are, are self employed. So let's say you pay yourself $4,000 a month, an easy round number. First of the month, you, you get a check from your business for $4,000 or ACH or whatever you do. There it goes into your account. Now, with a zero-based budget, before the month ever starts, so the month before next month, you're going to give every dollar a name or every penny a purpose. All $4,000 is going to be spent on paper, on the app, before the month even starts. And then you, are, so you have a blueprint, right? Bill Belichick, he's, he's got his game plan, right? He's going to run the ball. He's going to do a little play action. Do You know, you got your plan then you go and execute. And if there's something that's not in the budget, then you say this word. No, I'm not going to spend money on that. No. Now, if something comes up in, you know, emergency or whatever, you could, you could always make a pivot. But what happens is now you, now you have a game plan and all you got to do is execute it. And so there's $4,000 top of the page, top of the app. 
And then you want to take care of the priorities first, which of course, shelter, what's your rent or what's your mortgage. And, uh, that's one of the top priorities, uh, your food. Uh, and, and as you do this, it usually takes three or four months until you realize you might say, Oh yeah, I spent probably 400 bucks a month on food. And then you track it. You really, Oh, I spent $992 on food last month. And then like, the next month you're all right, let's try to only spend 800. That's why I only spend 700. And you really see where it's kind of death by a thousand cuts, where this money's really going as you start to track it. Uh, that food one, as I help a lot of folks set up their budget, I just laugh when they're like, yeah, I probably spend like three, 400 bucks a month on food. And then we come back and analyze it's like, oh man, I spent over a thousand dollars on food. So anyway, uh, but nevertheless, food is important. Shelter is important. Your, your utilities, making sure that there's water coming out of the faucet and lights are turning on and, uh, clo- you know, clothing, you don't have to spend a lot on clothing, but you, you know, you can't be walking butt naked around town. <laughs> so you got some clothes that fit. Hallelujah. And uh, those are the basics. And I would add to that giving to the poor personally. If, if you're paying yourself $4,000 a month, at least get 1% to the poor. That's 40 bucks a month. Uh, I just think if you, if you give to the poor, you're, you're really setting yourself up for financial success. Like you still got to be responsible in all the other areas. But anyway, there's a little tip for free. Give to the poor. And I uh, just dare you. It's a, it's, a, it's a good thing to do. So anyway, those, you want to start with those basics of, of your shelter, whether you got rent, rent or mortgage, you, you write that in. Let me pull up every dollar here. Make sure I'm not giving something. Okay. So right now I'm in uh, October, 2021. What I'm going to do here uh, in the next day or two is I'm going to go to November. I'm going to start a fresh new budget and it will carry over a lot of my line items from the previous month. And I can put in, okay, what's my paycheck? All right. Four, four grand. So now we're going to spend the, where, where's that four grand going to go before the month even starts? Or whatever your amount is, five grand, 10 grand, whatever you got coming in. Or maybe you got a a paycheck coming in from your lawn business and then you got a job. So there's your paychecks. Now we're going to, in next month, we're going to live on less than we make. So we're going to have a plan so we don't overspend. So you just go through and you type in, uh, write in what your mortgage is. You write in how much are you going to spend on groceries and how much you're going to spend on restaurants, how much you're going to spend on food, where are you going to spend that money? Cause you'll find groceries will uh, give you more bang for your buck than going out and eating. You go out to Chipotle, you spend 10, 11, 12 bucks Whereas groceries. You can, you can crank out a few more meals, especially if you shop at like Aldi's, there's even different grocery stores. So anyway, if you're brand new at this, you'll be shocked the first few months and you'll be like, Oh my gosh. And then it will help you make better decisions of maybe not eating out as much or at all and shopping, maybe not at Publix or Whole Foods, but maybe Aldi's. <laughs> uh, they, got, they got great deals there online at Walmart or whatever. You, you, you'll find ways to get thrifty with all that. But you write down your food, you write down your haircut. Uh, if, you, if you get a haircut, you know, once a month or some of y'all are, are going weekly or whatever, but you budget for it. And you say, I only got 4,000 bucks. So maybe instead of getting one haircut every Friday, I'm going to, I'm going to get, uh, every other Friday you budget it. I know it's 12 bucks plus a $5 tip. It's 17 bucks. That's 34 bucks. If I'm going to go twice a month and, uh, you got your entertainment category. Uh, maybe there's some in there. Maybe there's none in there. Uh, you got your Amazon prime, right? 1299. So you go through your, what's your gym membership? And, uh, do you have, uh, any debts? Are you paying back student loans or credit cards? And you, you write all that out. So at the end of the day, Long story short or short story long, the $4,000 will eventually zero out. And that's called a zero-based budget. So you 
you give every dollar a name. Now, if you, if you're going through and then you're like minus 500, you're like, Ooh, I spent 500 bucks that I, I'm not going to have. That's going to cause me to go into debt. So then you gotta, you gotta cut back. And the best way that I found to do this is actually to print out your bank statements from the last month. And then maybe even the last few months, if you're just getting started and just go through with a pen and just start circling and you'll, you'll start seeing, oh yeah, every month we have this bill, every month we have that bill. And then there's the irregularities, which is your dental cleaning, right? I, I pay 79 bucks a pop and, uh, but I only do that once or actually twice a year, once every six months. And so that's coming up. Uh, this month, actually, so I have it on my budget for $79. Well, that's going to cut into something else. You know, maybe the entertainment budget's going to have to shrink back or you're going to have to make cuts wherever uh, because it has to equal whatever your pay is, 4000 5000 6000 a month, whatever you're paying yourself, you got to zero out at that amount. And so it becomes a numbers game and it becomes a, a self-discipline game of what you're going to say yes to and what you're going to say no to. And the power of doing this budget before the month starts is you have your strategy, your game plan before the month starts. And so when something comes up, then you should already have your answer, should already have your guardrails, your boundaries, so you can know what you can say no to or what you can say yes to. And then if you have a spouse, of course, you guys want to be on the same page about this. At the recording of this, I'm single. And so I only have my own uh, finances to worry about. And thankfully, I have accountability. A marriage can be incredible accountability because you guys are, hey, you know, you're Manny Petty. You know, I thought that's usually 48 bucks a month. I don't know where you spent 72 bucks or whatever. You you, you guys go back and forth. and uh, But I don't have that. But what I do have is a great accountability with my bookkeepers, and my um, financial planner, and they're able to put a set of eyes on. And if they notice anything that's off or out of bounds, you know, they're professionals and they'll, they'll point that out to me because I want to be lean and mean. And I think a lot of folks are really successful. Andy Mulder, we'll use him as an example. He just paid off his house at the beginning of the year. It took him nine years, but he chunked away at it and just you know, scraped, clawed, paid off, lived on less than he makes, worked hard, made a gob of a gob, but then took that intentionally and paid off his house. Now that guy's debt free. I was just talking to my friend the other day. He's debt free, paid his mortgage off as well. And uh, he actually paid it off, I think in 2014 or 15. I'm going to try to bring him on the program. A very smart fella. And uh, I was just talking to him the other day. I was like, hey man, he's like, oh yeah, I just got back from Dominican Republic. You know, I took the kids there and the wife for, uh, for a week, you know, all inclusive. And just the guy's living high on the hog now. And, but he still lives on less than he makes, but he didn't have a mortgage payment. He doesn't have, you know, he has, he makes a lot of money, but he doesn't have, didn't he have a mortgage? And so it's like each month he just allocates less than he makes, but he gets to go do fun things like that. And so, um, there's a price to win. It it takes hard work and discipline and uh, wisdom, but having that budget is incredible because it, 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 you can kind of put some limitations to protect yourself. So anyway, that's the zero based budget. I use the every dollar app at hashtag not sponsored, uh, but it is a really good app. Uh, I actually like the desktop version. My morning routine is I'll get on there and I'll look, I'll open up the every dollar app. Then it will show me on the right hand side, any transactions that came in overnight uh, to my uh, bank. And then I'll literally drag it and I'll put it into the category aligned. And then it will show me the balance for that category for the month. And it really, cause sometimes things will come through 
that I didn't budget for. And then that, that's my accountability right there. That's my, um, wake up call right there. Like, Whoa, what am I doing? And, uh, we got to cut that out or, you know, that was, uh, excessive or that was not wise. And as you're dragging it into that, to that spot, you're like, Ooh, I passed my restaurant budget for the month. No more eating out or whatever, whatever it is. And so that's what I use, um, every dollar app. Now for the business, I just use a good old spreadsheet, you know, free 99 as, as they say, uh, but it, it works for me. And so we're gonna hear a quick word from today's show sponsors. And then coming up, I'm going to share how I budget my business. I don't do a zero based budget for the business, but I'm going to share kind of how I, um, track that, uh, throughout each day, throughout the month and, uh, make sure that I am in control and aware of uh, what's going on in the business. We'll be right back. Do you come home ready to relax after a hard day's work and find that your bookkeeping demands your time? Truth be told, you can't give it your full energy or focus. It just sits there most nights untouched, continually haunting you. It's costing you good decision-making and your peace of mind. Gulf Coast Bookkeeping provides a bookkeeping solution to landscapers that is guaranteed to give you back your time and your peace of mind. You can begin this partnership with us today by going to gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15-minute a call. Don't trick yourself into thinking you can handle it all. It won't be long before you're saying no to new clients or skipping dinner with your family and friends, all because your bookkeeping needs are unfinished. Let us take care of your green so you can take care of theirs. Schedule a 15-minute call today at gulfcoastbk.com. You've heard Caleb and Brittany Allman talking about the Hardscape Academy, but have you checked it out for yourself? TheHardscapeAcademy.com is the place to get the skills and training you and your crew need to excel as a professional hardscaper. You'll learn all the techniques and best practices to properly install pavers and retaining walls. You'll have access to online video training courses, in-person apprenticeships, comprehensive guides, and customizable business forms. Plus, there are two free courses which cover everything slab, from initial planning to final installation, and again, those are absolutely free. If you're serious about mastering your skills, abilities, efficiency, and bottom line, the hardscapeacademy.com is for you, and that link is in today's show notes. Entrepreneur Academy Live 2021 is going to be the biggest and best one yet. Saturday, November 13th in Novi, Michigan. This year's speakers are a who's who of the industry. Greg Woodstock, Corey Ballard, Keith Kalfas, Mark Parker, Caleb and Brittany Allman, Haver Pete, Brian and Liz Fullerton, and Jeff Joyner. Do whatever you have to do to make it. The Entrepreneur Academy Live 2021. Tickets will go fast. Get yours today at LauntrepreneurAcademy.com. Alrighty. So as I was saying before, if you've never done a budget before the first few months, you got to really give yourself some grace because it takes a little while to figure it out. But if you print out your bank statements from the previous months and you go in, get the every dollar app, start typing in the line items and you'll start figuring out real fast how much you're actually spending. Well, it'll take you one month to figure it out because then you'll just go back and look like, oh, wow, we ended up spending $954 on groceries and, and, and eating out. And we spent this on that. And, and you'll know, 
exactly what you spent. And then you can go through with like a fine comb and say, you know what? We can cancel that Netflix or whatever it is. We can cancel that. We can cancel that. Uh, we probably could not eat out as much. And you, you can make those adjustments. And then you might kind of have that hard number like, man, we have to make uh, 5,200 bucks a month to, to pay our mortgage and the credit card payments and student loan payments or whatever all your payments are. It's like all the diapers and formula and everything. It's like, okay, now you know as you're out there, because most people listening to this podcast are small business owners. You got to bring, you got to make sure you pay yourself 5,200 bucks. So the business has to make well beyond that because you have to make enough to handle all your fixed costs and, uh, you know, and also have the money to pay yourself 5,200 bucks or whatever it is, 4,200 bucks, 3,200 bucks. But as you start to track, then you'll know what that number is to, to really take care of the expenses that are necessities the, to, to live lean and mean, not all the luxuries. And there's nothing wrong with the luxuries when you have the money and you can uh, afford it. So over to the business side of things. And uh, once you have the, the personal side of things in order, it will really put a fire under your rear end to, you know, reach peak performance in the business so that you can, you know, bring in more income and um, you'll know exactly what that number is. So what I do, I have a spreadsheet and I have uh, in one column, I have my fixed cost that are the same every single month. And then underneath that, I have the variable cost for that specific month. And so this takes me a little bit more time to create each month. The every dollar app makes it so easy and it just carries over my budget from the previous month. And then, you know, I might have to switch out the dentist appointment and just a few minor tweaks and changes as a single person. It's usually on autopilot, but in the business, the variable costs are different each month. You know, I just uh, wrote a second book. I'm working on writing a third book. So it's like, I got to pay the ISBN number. I got to pay the uh, the person who designs the graphics and, and the, the formatter and all this stuff is like, oh, but that's only one time. So it's a variable cost. I just bought new business cards uh, to hopefully take with me on some trips in the future. And it's like, I had to pay for those business cards, but I'm not ordering those. That's not a monthly fixed cost. It's a variable cost. And so all of those are at the bottom, but I start the fixed cost and these are the same, you know, every month, right? QuickBooks, they just uh, went up from 40 bucks a month to 50 bucks a month. The hosting, right? For the podcast, your general liability insurances, your storage units, your, uh, any utilities, if you got an office for your uh, business and, and all the expenses uh, with that, your internet bill, right? Your uh, cell phone bill, uh, your bookkeeping uh, whatever you're paying, uh, your bookkeeper per month. And you can go on and on and on down the list, right? Your, your fuel and, uh, things that, you know, every month we're going to spend, uh, or we, we have this expense every month. It's not a one-off every single month. I got to pay QuickBooks. I got to pay my bookkeeper. I got to pay my, um, vehicle insurance, general liability, you name it every month. It's, it's probably the same rate. And hopefully you have that set up on your business auto debit on the, you know, same day of the month. And so I basically just copy and paste that every month. I, I just do a different tab at the bottom of the spreadsheet. So, you know, I have the, all the history for all the other months. And then I just copy and paste that into a new um, book or whatever it's called. And uh, that way I have all my history. And uh, so then what I do 
because I like to track this daily. So I have my fixed cost. I write who is payable to the amount, the due date, and then the payment type, which 90% of these are on auto debit with the business uh, operating expense account. And then I put date paid. And this is where I manually go in. And today we had a $185 expense that was scheduled, but it actually didn't come out because uh, the, the bank was closed for a holiday, the recording of this. So anyway, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to put the date paid. It will probably be tomorrow. And then I'll actually check that off. And so I go through, I have everything in order from the bills that are due on the first of the month, second month, fifth of the month, 10th of the month, 11th of the month, they're all in order. And then I just track that as the month goes on. So I'll go to bed at night and be like, yep, probably when I wake up tomorrow morning, the bill for this is going to come out of the account. And then I wake up, oh, lo and behold, there's no surprises. I'm, I'm in control. I, I know what's coming out and it motivates you to get more coming in. It really, really does. The more organized you get, the more you're like, uh, it just puts this, um, fierceness. I don't know if you've ever taken a pre-workout before you go to the gym you take that thing as it just starts getting your blood vessels open or whatever. I don't know how it all works, but it's got caffeine in there. You're, you're just like, let's go. You know, you're uh, maybe normally you're just bench pressing a little. You're just like, Oop, lightweight, baby. Let's go. And just going to town. That pre-workout kicks in. Well, as you budget, as you really figure things out, it really motivates you because you're like, oh, wow, my fixed cost. And, you know, it's real easy to, to do a summary in, um, you know, Google Sheets or Microsoft Excel, whatever spreadsheet you're using, you just highlight that whole column for fixed costs. And then there's a, a number to the penny, whatever it is, 2,000, 3,000, 4,000, 5,000. If, if you got employees and payroll, it could be a lot more. And you know, wow, my fixed cost this month, 25,000 or 2,000 and whatever to the penny. And you know, I got this coming out every month, no matter what. And that, and then if, in addition to that, I got my, my salary, my owner's pay. So, you know, those two numbers Well, fixed cost is this, my owner's pay is this. You're not even adding in your variable costs yet, but you know, I have to make this amount of money in the business just to tread water this month, just to stay float. And, um, so I take my fixed cost. This is just my personal way I find doing this. I didn't read this in a textbook. I didn't learn this from somebody. I just... It makes sense to me. So I'm just sharing what makes sense to you. Maybe you do something more efficient than I do. Let me know. I mean, I'm, I'm always evolving with this, but the bottom line is you want to have a plan. You want to track that plan. You want to be intentional and in, and in control. So then I'll also add my variable cost. And again, those um, flop out, switch out each month, uh, depending on what you got unique and special going on that month. And there's never, I've been doing this for a while. I've never had an identical month. It's never happened. There's always something that's variable. It's coming up uh, in the personal, it's your dentist appointments and things of that nature. And in your business, I mean, if you're growing your business, there's, there's probably always something that you're doing to improve uh, marketing or, you know, adding something here or there, but you need to account for that in the budget. So again, I do this before every single month. So I know for this upcoming month, here's my fixed cost. And then I track it as, as we're going through the month and everything's right on pace. Or maybe I'm like, wait, why didn't that come out? You know, th that, that expense was supposed to come out. And then I'll find out why, you know, something didn't, the subscription didn't renew or what happened, or if it's a different amount than I had scheduled, you pick, you start picking up on this stuff. You know, hey, wait a second. And, uh, but you're, you're alert, you're, you're intentional. And then 
Uh, same with the variable cost. I'll have that written down before the month ever starts, plus my salary for the month. And then for me, that gives me a goal for revenue for the business for the month. It's like, okay, I add up that fixed cost, variable cost, what I want to pay myself. Now, if you have employees, you have a, a whole nother spectrum of this. Um, I have a lot of subcontractors that, you know, get paid, uh, but it's a, a lot of times the same monthly retainer and things of that nature. So I have a, I have a, I have a, to the penny before the month ever starts. I have a number where I'm like, no matter what, it's kind of like taking that. I'm not literally taking that pre-workout, but for me, it's the same result. I'm fierce now. I'm focused. I have to make this amount this month to uh, stay in the black. And then my goal is, well, how fast can we make that amount of money in the month? I don't, I don't want to be coming down to the 30th or 31st and be like, Oh, you know, no, I want to, I want to try to make that by the 15th or the 20th. And then after that, it's all gravy. It's all, um, you know, the, my salary is paid. My taxes are paid. My fixed costs are paid. My variable costs are paid. But man, the business made an extra thousand dollars or $5,000 or $10,000. And what we needed to make now you're getting into margin. Hallelujah. Margin. You're getting into that. You can take a deep breath. You can, Oh man, this is now you got options. Maybe you can pay yourself a bonus, right? You can, you know, have that money set aside, uh, for reinvesting in, into various things, or you could uh, pay yourself a, a little extra to pay off some debt that month or whatever, but you, you have margin. And so at the end of the day, guys, whether you're, you've never put together a monthly budget, you know, and you're just starting for beginners or maybe you're like, yeah, of course I, I do a budget every month, Paul. It's just a good reminder as Fullerton taught the other week on his show. If we're faithful in the little, get expectant that you're going to be entrusted with more. And so the question is, are you faithful with your personal finances or is there a hole in your pocket and it's just bleeding out and going God knows where, and, and it's, it's unorganized. And if that's the case, it's not to put shame or guilt or anything, but it is to say, Hey, okay, let's change this. Let's, let's start with a budget. If you can afford the every dollar app, I think it's 90, I think they give you two free weeks. Then it's 99 bucks. I would highly, highly, highly recommend that. Uh, Cause it makes it real easy. Um, and it, it, I love the way you have to drag and put it in. And it just, for me, it's conviction city. I, I love it. And if you don't can't afford it, then you got a spreadsheet. It's free. You, Google sheets is free. Or, you know, if you have the Excel uh, suite or whatever, I think it's five, six bucks a month. So you, 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 there's no excuse. Now it's just filling in the columns you know, in your business, what are those fixed costs? All you got to do is print out your, go to your, your credit union bank account um, online and print out last month's statement, print out the months before, print out the month before, print out three months, and then just start going through. It's like, oh yeah, every month I get charged this on this date. It's this amount. Oh, every month that car payment comes out. It's this amount. It's this. And you start seeing all those bills and you can fill those into your fixed cost. And then you'll start seeing, oh yeah, well, I get charged this variable and you fill out your variable and you fill out what you want to pay yourself. And now, you know, man, I got to make this month, this much per month. And then on the personal side, of course, that zero based budget, I'm telling you, that thing is a game changer. Cause for me, my decisions are already made before the month starts. And so I'm kind of, it's kind of on autopilot. I, at this point, I'm just kind of making sure everything is doing what it's supposed to be doing. And then you know, I, I have that, um, motivation cause there is more I want to do, 
you know, if you have more debt you want to pay off, it's like, okay, well, the first 4,000 that comes in goes to the zero base budget. I, I have every penny already set up, but man, if I can make 2000 extra bucks this month to pay myself, then I could knock off that student loan or I could, you know, put a dent into this payment or whatever it is. And you, you can make some headway on that. Or maybe it's not paying off debt. Maybe it's saving like, oh man, I really want to save. I want to take my wife on an anniversary or surprise her with this gift or whatever. And, or, you know, I'm saving for a house or whatever. Oh man, if I could put 2000 bucks in addition to what I'm already scheduled in my zero based budget, if I could just make 2000 extra bucks this month and we could put that into this savings account and, you know, make some traction on this goal. And so anyway, the more ironed, uh, the more um, laser focused you are at ironing out those details, I'm telling you, it's like taking pre-workout. You just get fired up. You get focused, baby. You get ready to crush it. And so I highly, 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 highly recommend as a part of knowing your numbers is to set up a personal monthly budget specific to that month. If you're listening in real time, we're coming up on the end of October. It's perfect. Start for November 1. And also do it in your business. And then track track it each day. I'll close by saying this. I have a morning routine, right? I, I wake up, I check my business uh, bank account balances. And that's a whole nother story for another day because I do a hybrid of the profit first plan where I have different bank accounts for different purposes. But I check those, make sure everything that was supposed to come through that day, because I already knew and I start to memorize this stuff, but I already know, oh yeah, this this fixed cost should be coming out. Oh, yep, it came out perfect. I just, you know, glance over that two, three minutes in the morning. I go over to my personal, same thing. Oh, yep, everything looks good. Yep, that came out. I go to my every dollar app. Oh, I had three transactions. I pull that into groceries. I pull that into you know, whatever the account is up, oh, there goes that 1299. You already know Amazon prime, right? You pull that in the Amazon prime category up, oh, everything's clean, orderly, organized, and it takes less than five, 10 minutes a day. Uh, I get in my spreadsheet and I go through up oh, today's this date. Uh, this bill will be due tomorrow. And yep. And so on auto and you're just organized, you're intentional. You're, um, you're, you're, um, telling your money where to go rather than it just taking wings and just, flying away. And then you're sitting there at the end of the year and you're like, I made how much money? Where is that all that money? When you budget and you track your budget, you know. So, all right, well, I got to save my voice. <laughs> I got a, a lot of podcasting uh, the next few weeks. So I can uh, already feel it's time for a sip of water and a cough drop. Thanks for listening, guys. I hope this has been helpful to you. I do want to let you know, uh, I am working on a third book and uh, part of the budgeting and knowing your numbers is going to be part of that book. But um, can't wait to share that with you guys later in 2022. Uh, but my first two books are available on Amazon now. Cut that grass and make that cash. It's the story of how I started my business and all the lessons that I learned through the school. Uh, the main lessons I learned through school of experience, the school of hard knocks, my first decade in business. I wrote about it in the book called Cut That Grass and Make That Cash. It's that journey of starting a lawn care business. And then our latest book, Best Business Practices for Landscapers, that was the stories of others it's their best practice. It's what I've learned as I'm doing this podcast and I'm interviewing successful folks. As I mentioned, Andy Mulder earlier in the broadcast and Caleb Allman and Brian Fullerton and Troy Clogg and Joshua Sutton. And these guys that I respect, I'm like, wait a minute. There's some similar traits that these guys are doing. These gals are doing. And I want to, um, you know, emulate those best practices and do them in my business and my life. And so I categorize and summarize 
are those traits that I see others doing well and wrote about it in a book called Best Business Practices for Landscapers. Now, it's if you're not a landscaper, you'll still find value from the book, but the folks that are highlighted in the book are all landscapers, so we uh, threw that in there. But uh, anyway, that book is available, hardcover and uh, paperback and uh, audible, and uh, you can listen to it. And of course, Cut That Grass, Make That Cash is available as well. It's all on Amazon, So, and, and Mr. Producer will put that link in today's show notes. But if you guys want to digest more of this content, highly recommend uh, taking a listen to those books or read of those books. Link in today's show notes. So thanks for listening. Smash that follow, and we hope you'll catch us on the next episode. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.